This is So What Does Judaism Say About, where interesting and fascinating life topics are discussed and in the context of Judaism. I'm Rabbi Rick Fox. With me, as always, is the mind-boggling Rabbi Mayer Beer. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what makes the Jewish people special. Something in the sauce? Gefilte fish? Rabbi Beer, how you doing? Fantastic. I think this is a, an important thing to discuss, right? I agree. <laughs> well, I didn't, tell, I didn't even tell what we're talking about yet. I guess I did. But the chosen people, you know, that uh, that's a real loaded phrase. The chosen people. Chosen by whom? For what? With what? I had a rabbi once, you know, in college who said, you know, chosen for what? For Auschwitz? Like, you know, okay, great. You know, what, what, what does that mean? How does it work? What are the implications? You know, and, and it also, I think, has been the source of a lot of I would I, I I wouldn't say embarrassment, but sort of like I think a Jews Jew, a lot of Jewish people are uncomfortable with that concept. They'll have me special now. No, it's a it's a it's a term of phrase. It's it chosen. You know, it's a term of it's just it's, it's semantics. You know, if you were from Italy, you'd say Italy was chosen, but you're Jewish. Do you say Jews? Yeah. So you know, from a a theological perspective, if you believe that the Jewish people were given the Torah that seems to be an indication that there's something special about the Jewish people. So as we've, as we've discussed in the past, Judaism has a, you know, a very positive viewpoint for the rest of human of the rest of humanity. But at the same time, while being positive on its outlook on the rest of humanity, does believe that the Jewish people have a mission and a special role to lead to lead their life in this world. They have the Torah, they have this moral code this all-encompassing lifestyle that God granted the people, and they were chosen for this. So, if they were chosen, there's something special about them. And and it's interesting. That's the, I would say the same people who get uncomfortable about the unique unique and specialness of the Jewish people might be the same people who are not interested in the obligations and and sort sure. of lifestyle of the Torah. It's but but the point here is chosen to live a. 613 mitzvot, 613 things we got to do, a lot more responsibility to achieve that mission. That That's a lot. If you get rid of that, I don't, I, I, maybe there, there is what to say, you know, I, I'm no different than somebody else. I don't have anything else. It could be if you have nothing else to do. Indeed, what would make you different? Sure. So like an analogy to be with, you know, to this would be the following. Let's say you have, you know, three siblings and one of the siblings is very, very bright and the parents are pushing this child to do better academically because they're very bright. And the parents look at this child and say, if you don't, you know, start doing better in school, you're going to be an unfulfilled person because you're really bright and, and you know, you, you really need to open these doors for yourself. And the child will convince themselves that they're not smart so they don't have to accept the responsibility of those extra academics. Right, and, 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 and it, it's, a, it's a great analogy. And it doesn't mean better than... It means more responsibility then. For example, we all have kids, right? My kids are eight, six, three, one. Yours are like 13, and you got some old kids. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> and I'm younger than you. <laughs> yeah, you're younger than me. You know, but, but, but certainly you look at your kids and you say, okay, I, Rabbi Beer, I, Rabbi Fox, have a tremendous amount of responsibility, much more than Can my I just kids. interject? I don't refer to myself in my head as Rabbi Beer. You don't? No, I don't. But, but maybe I, I, I would, should. I would have 
positive that you did, but okay. I have to change that maybe. You know, so, so, you know, I, Mayor, right, have a lot to do today. I have a lot on my mind. I got I to gotta, take care of the mortgage. Just a lot of responsibility. But I'm not better than Yehuda, who's two. I'm not a better person. He's two. Right. So, but what are these characteristics that make the Jewish people stand out? Is this like some sort of eugenics? Is it like the Jewish people have better genes? Eugenics. But that, that's what it would sound like. So there's a there's a beautiful piece from Biako Kamenetsky, and he writes, and he you know he quotes Hitler, which is a sometimes a, a good springboard for when for the leader ideas. of the Jewish people is quoting Hitler. It's a it's a good stuff. So you know he says that you know there's a mission in Sanhedrin which says that all of man, uh, all of humanity originates from you know one couple, so that. A person cannot say to his friend, my father is better than your father. Meaning that I come from better genes, better stock than you. Uh, and he says that the Germans believed this, that you know, there's the, the Aryan race, the master race, and there's uh, Untermensch and subhumans, or, or lower humans. And they accuse the Jews of having the same belief. And he says it's not true. You know, quoting this passage in the Talmud in, in, in Sanhedrin, that we believe we are humans we have the same you know potential you know genetic ability as any other humans but at the same time we do believe that we're special so what what is it about us that is special so to start we have a tradition you know abraham isaac jacob avram Isaac, and yaakov the forefathers started this business of morality they started this way of living and it was super profitable the morality business <laughs> yeah well they you know I was going to give a dad joke, you know, they, they did create profits. But uh, yeah, the Jews do seem to do well in business, though. But there is certainly more to, to the Jewish people than that. So what are these, you know, characteristics, these stereotypes of the Jewish people? So the Talmud in Tractate Bea, page uh, 25b, writes that the Jewish people are az shabuumos. They are the most brazen of nations. Chutzpah. Chutzpah, that's it. If there's a loophole, they'll find it. If there's some sort of, you know, new business to exploit, they will be there on their front lines exploiting it. If there's some, you know, new area of research, they're likely Jews in the lab. This is something which we can see. There's a vastly dis- disproportionate amount of Jews in a lot of leading fields. Entrepreneurials, entrepreneurial Jews, you know, science-oriented Jews. There, there's an azus, there's a brazenness to the Jewish people. Now that is a you know it's it's almost like a social thing it's it's an upbringing it's a it's a it's a culture it doesn't mean that necessarily there's and a, it's not because they grew up in Manhattan this was way before Manhattan and it's not just Jews that live in Manhattan but yeah maybe maybe that would be a good example of this but there's an idea being that the uh, morale and the marsha write that God wanted to give the Torah which is this you know which is the you know the the godly intellect, uh, intellectual field, Torah study, to humanity, he wanted it to be a people that would be fit for this rigorous intellectual exercise called Torah study. And you need to be brazen to study properly. The Mishnah says that a, a Baishan, a person who is easily embarrassed, doesn't learn well. If you want to discover new things, you want to think of new angles, you, you can't take anything for granted, and you constantly have to be questioning and when you do that, you make mistakes. And, and, and therefore, you can't take anything personally either. Right. And you, have you, to, just, you have to be okay with failure. Right. And if you want to you know, if you want to do well at your job, you keep asking questions, you keep learning, you don't care. You just get the job done as best as is possible for you to do. And that is a characteristic. It's a character trait, which is something which is found among the Jewish people. Aziz Panim, being brazen. 
Now there's another thing, which is a similar part of this, which you call chutzpah, which is the Torah refers to the Jewish people as kshay stubborn, stiff-necked. They don't yield easily. They, uh, you know, they take something and they, and they stick with it. And God refers to the Jewish people as being a people that are kshay after they sinned uh, at the golden calf. So it seems like it's a derogatory term. Yet the Medrash writes that, in fact, there is also a positive aspect to this. That, you know, there's a pro and a con to a lot of things, but the, this is one of the reasons why God chose the Jewish people is because they're stubborn. And they have the moral strength when their life is in danger to not give up, their, to not renounce their Judaism. This was the story of the Holocaust. This is all over the Holocaust of people being in unbelievable and subhuman conditions and yet overcoming and not giving in the the suicide rates were extremely low and the the <coughs> Jewish people were, were almost beyond kind to each other you hear story after story after story after story after story, after story, after story could not be broken you know in the way the Germans wanted you know the the lines that would line up to to for the one pair of tefillin that were in the camps I mean this stuff is crazy what you read about crazy yeah sure and the way the Jewish people rebounded after World War two I you know I if you were if you were writing a sociology thesis, like I don't believe that there's a nation, the Ashkenazi Jews literally lost one out of every two members of their tribe. 50, 70 years later, it's like nothing ever happened. They're one of the wealthiest ethnic groups in the United States, one of the most intellectually advanced ethnic groups in the United States. Like, what happened? Why why are why are we not still like licking our wounds? How did we recover? It's part of this strength of character that Jewish people have. They're Kshayorv. They're stiff. They're stubborn. They don't give in easily. The Nachmanides writes, I'll quote a, uh, a verse in the Torah. The Torah writes in uh, in chapter 7 in Devarim, in Deuteronomy, that, You are a holy nation to Hashem your God. Hashem chose you. Chose a nation. Now, why did Hashem choose the Jewish people? The Torah continues, not because you are numerous, because you're a small people. Rather, you're a small people. God loves the Jewish people. And what is this based on? Why does God love the Jewish people? Nachmanides writes that Judaism is a relationship between a people and God. Which people could commit to that relationship? The people that would stubbornly resist any threat to their commitment, and that is the Jewish people. This strength of character, this azpanim, this kshayorif, this stiff, stubborn, brazen people would take that commitment when they'd finally make the commitment and take it all the way through to the, you know, to the end of the race. So this is a people that could commit to a relationship unlike any other people, and therefore God chose them. So it's not because the Jews are genetically superior. It's not because the Jews have a higher IQ or, you know, have the ability to see through walls with X-ray Superman vision. They're gritty. It, they're a gritty, tough people. And this is this is a responsibility that we all have as Jewish people to recognize that we can do it. It may seem overwhelming, but our ancestors have done a lot more <laughs> in certain scenarios. I'll end off with one more uh, idea about the reason, the specialness uh, of, the, of the Jewish nation. And that is the ability to see the positive. The Vilna Gon writes that um, when the God, so to speak, offered the Torah to all the nations. You know, he went into the, you know, the core of the national characters, analyzed them, and 
found the Jewish people as the nation most suited to accept the Torah, it is because of the following. So the Medrash writes that other nations were asked, and this is not necessarily a question posed, you know, with a voice coming out of heaven. It means God, you know, penetrated the, the character of all the nations of the world. And one nation asks, what does it say in the Torah? God says, don't murder, don't kill, don't steal. And the nation's like, there's a lot of rules. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not. The response of the Jewish people is, Nasa v'nishma, we will do and we will listen. They accept. God gives them the Ten Commandments. There are two halves of the Ten Commandments. There are the second half of the Ten Commandments, which is the don't steal, don't murder, don't commit adultery. There is the first half of the Ten Commandments. I am Hashem, your God. Honor your parents. The Shabbat, which is the more positive part. The Jewish people, when they hear that there's this possibility of them being a nation, having a close relationship with God, say, okay, that's probably a positive thing. Let's hear what it's about. We'll do it. God starts with the positive. But if your reaction to spiritual responsibility is like, oh, that's a bunch of rules, God will share the rules with you. And sometimes the rules can be overwhelming if your perspective is all this is a bunch of rules. When you're in a relationship, there are rules also. If you cheat, you damage the relationship. Now, if anybody says, I got married so that I could not cheat on my spouse, that's not going to be a very happy marriage. That's so funny. You get married <laughs> to get married. There happen to be rules to the marriage. There's certain things to be you don't do. so neurotic for that to be. I'm getting married because I want to be in a situation where I can't cheat. And I can't embarrass my spouse in public. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, whatever it is that you can't do in a marriage or, or, or in a relationship. That's hilarious. But because the Jewish people were able to recognize that the essential core of the religion isn't there to make your life miserable and have a bunch of rules. They were able to see through the rules to see that at its core it's a relationship with God. There are people who both have the strength of character to have the relationship, but also they were able to see that it is a relationship God chose them. It's amazing. And, and, and let's call let's call the, the rules the moral conscious because the rules that are sort of out of vogue are sort of the dietary laws the laws of the Sabbath. So that's not in vogue. Everybody, kindness is vogue. It's nice to be kind. That's a rule. You have to be kind to give tzedakah. Those are things people can relate to. Don't steal. But sort of the out of vogue things are sort of this area of self-control. You can't do what you want all the time. If you're a person who understands why that is uplifting to a nation and that there's something conscious to the way that you live, that's very powerful. The chosen to be a p people who choose to live at a higher, uh, with, with a higher sense of consciousness and moral fiber. It's like a choosing people, choosing to be. Otherwise, chosen for what? Again, chosen for what? The ovens? Seriously. Exactly. It, and, and this is once again why God loves the Jewish people. As the rights, God chose you because he loves you. He saw in you a people that he could love. A relationship takes work, but it's also... There's nothing, there's nothing that is as worth it as a strong, intimate relationship. And anybody can join. That, I think that's another interesting point. We talked about it a little bit before, but like, th there's no exclusionary clause here. Any person can decide, hey, that's hip. I want in on that. And really be a part of it. And, be, and, and then all of a sudden, you, be, you can choose to be part of the Jewish nation. But you're not asked to or obligated to because, as you spoke before, everybody, everybody's, everybody's got their job to do. But it's important to focus on these things, what makes Jewish people special. I think a lot of Americans, American Jews, struggle with this. You know, because it, it gets tied up in that, in that area of, like you're saying, <laughs> I want to get in a relationship in order that I, <laughs> that's a very funny analogy. 
you know, and, um, and, and contrary to the headline we were reading, you know, it says Jews covenant up for renewal with God. Turns out that that was just an onion article highlight. So we are in good shape, in good standing. We will be chosen people again next year. And it's important to know why. So thank you. And we'll, sp- we'll speak to you guys again soon.